Father, in the name of Jesus, we know you are here, no doubt. Thank you for your mighty presence. Thank you because you are showing us wondrous truths from your word. Thank you for the spirit of revelation and wisdom. Thank you for clarity. Thank you because we are changed by your light, for it is in your light that we see the light. Thank you for what is about to happen to us. Thank you for strongholds that melt under this anointing. We are ready to be changed. Have your way. Jesus alone glorified. For in Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen, amen, and amen. Glory to God. All right. So in the part one, we, we're diving right into it. You will need to find your seats, find your couch. I can see someone moving. All right. You might want to turn off the gas. All right. And ensure that you are ready to receive God's word. In the part one, we laid the bricks that you must not allow the enemy to find scriptures and to use the well-mastered concept of deception to walk you out of your inheritance in Christ as a believer. The reason why we said that, and please, I want to encourage you to revisit part one, even if you were with us, is that the, the enemy has convinced many that part of what is their inheritance has convinced them that it is actually a gift, all right, of the spirit, and they don't have to have it. And we, and we walked through faith, prophecy, tongues, with emphasis on discerning of spirits that rightfully so, it is one of the gifts of the spirit for the purpose of edification of the body. However, the spirit of God does that work in the believer. And there is an awakening, there is a quickening, there is a coming alive of your supernatural perception. This time, not limited to five senses. Your eyes are not able to see. Your ears are not able to hear. Your heart is not able to understand. You are able to pick senses from the spirit. You can perceive, you can know without knowledge. You can see without sight. You can now begin to tell with clarity. You can begin to, 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 to as it were, come alive in your spirit man. And we lay that bricks that that is a possibility and that is the inheritance of every believer who has been quickened. It says you who were once dead in trespasses, now as he quickened, you have now come alive. Therefore, your, your spiritual eyes must see clearer than your physical eyes. Somebody say glory to God. Okay, let's go to our anchor scripture. You are going to be very blessed this evening. And as we tie this series up next week, Wednesday... We are going to launch a challenge. The idea of the challenge is to, to challenge oh boy, all of us together over the next 365 days. And, and, and I can literally, uh, I can literally, boy, what's the word now? I can tell you for sure that at the end of 365 days, you will not be able to stop. If at all, you will have switched gears, all right? And the goal of that challenge is disciplines for the training of your spirit man. The disciplines for the training of your spirit man, boy. Isn't God building a solid army with us? Somebody say glory to God. All right, First John chapter 4 and verse 1 in the New Living Translation. He says, dear friends, do not believe everyone who claims to speak by the Spirit. 
It says you must test. There is, a, there is a life at work in you that can't just swallow everything hook, line, and sinker because it looks like. You must test them to see if the spirit they have comes from God. It says, for there are many false prophets, many deceivers, many impostors, many mask wearing, many wolves, many, many functioning by funny things. It says that the believer in Christ Jesus shouldn't be a victim of this deception. Um, so our assignment this evening, really, we mentioned this in passing in one of the Sunday services. Our assignments this evening, please, I want to encourage you, receive God's word. Receive God's word. God's word will profit you. God's word will profit you. God's word will change your life. The enemy does not like truths like this being unveiled. If you can open, open your heart to receive these truths, you, you, will, you will look at who you were and where God is taking you to and you'll be grateful for his light. Our assignment this evening is to unveil the two D's of the supernatural. Well, let me say the D's. Because at some point, having elucidated the two D's, I will give you two D's, which are a bit funny, and then an, an, a bonus D. <laughs> All right? But, but here is the point. Whenever... And we mentioned this in passing, but we want, to, we want to delve into it and we want to establish it as truth that is now useful for you, the believer. Whenever there is a conversation of the supernatural, it is very important for you, the child of God, immediately to know that supernatural does not necessarily mean God. That as far as the realm of the spirit is concerned, you as a trained child of God, well taught, well discipled, well instructed, well grounded, you can tell immediately that that realm contains two Ds principally, the divine and the demonic. The realm of the divine which is everything that is God, everything that emanates from the fountain of life everything that proceeds from the throne of grace everything that bears the nature and the character of his majesty the divine and then there is the demonic which is very supernatural however it is a corrupted version and it is not sponsored by the throne it is not sponsored by the spirit of god somebody say glory to god First Timothy chapter 4, boy, oh boy, oh boy. First Timothy chapter 4, verse 1. First Timothy chapter 4, verse 1. If you notice in First John that we just read, First John chapter 4, verse 1, John admonishing says that not, do not believe everyone who claims to speak by the Spirit. If you check your Bible well, that spirit is in caps referring to the spirit of the living God. It says you must test them to see if the spirit they have, that one is in lower caps. That is the one that needs verification. So let's switch to 1 Timothy chapter 4 and verse 1. It says now the spirit speaks expressly. It says that this is extremely important in the mind of the spirit. This is the apostle Paul admonishing his son now who is the pastor of the, you, you can call him a provincial bishop because timothy as we know was was the head even though young 
but he was heading the, the ministry, the various churches that had been planted by his fathers, but he was the one responsible for the growing and the maturing of the saints. And Paul is giving him admonition, and I believe this is the Spirit of God speaking to you and speaking to me. He says, the Spirit speaks expressly that in the later times boy isn't haven't uh, boy um, i need to switch to french these are those days right here right now before us now that if you do not take this teaching serious if you do not make the investment for the training of your spirit so that you are not guessing see you cannot get by you cannot get by by guessing statistically speaking you will be right sometimes if all you do is guess if you're just saying i just i just chances are that even like, like like the saying goes even a dead clock is correct twice a day so there'll be some there'll be some statistical accidents there'll be some moments where you just mm, and and you end up right you cannot live your life by mm. you will boy in these days you are going to need the certainty that comes the the assurance that comes by the spirit of god and he says that the spirit speaks expressly that in this last days some shall depart from the faith as far as, please pay attention, as far as the supernatural experience is concerned, Paul is saying some will depart from the divine and will step into the demonic. Please follow us this evening and please I rebuke every spirit of fear in the mighty name of Jesus so that you'll be able to open your hearts to receive this word. Many people, when they hear demonic, they just, Maybe a, a bulb flickers in their room and say, PD, well, what are we talking about? <laughs> if we banish that spirit right now in the name of Jesus and you receive, you receive the, the calmness and the peace of mind to receive the words of truth, the words of life that able to build you up in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. It says some shall depart from the faith. It means they started on the right lane. I want you to follow the thought of the spirits towards this evening. It says they will depart and switch lanes. On this other lane, they are now giving heed, listening, getting direction, getting inspiration, doing miracles, performing wonders, giving prophecies, working in words of knowledge, but they've switched from the faith and now they are giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. Verse 2 says, speaking lies in hypocrisy, having their conscience seared with hot iron. Boy. I want to read the same scripture to us in the Living Bible, TLB. Hmm. Thank you, precious Holy Ghost. Thank you, precious Holy Ghost. Boy, boy, boy. Thank you, precious Holy Ghost. Hmm. It says, verse 1, But the Holy Spirit tells us clearly that in the last times, some in the church, this is, this is bringing it up now, some in the church will turn away from Christ and become eager followers of teachers with devil-inspired ideas. Verse 2 says, These teachers will tell lies with straight faces and do it so often that their consciences won't even bother them. It, it, it has become their new normal. 
Oh, it's supernatural. Flowing in the supernatural, it is, it is now the, 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 the responsibility of the trained believer with an equipped, quickened spirit that can now tell you, yeah, you are right that it's supernatural, but this definitely is not from the throne of grace. Ah. So somebody's saying, PD, how do we tell? Please, this teaching, I don't know how you are going to archive it. I don't know how you are going to find a place to lock yourself up, pray in the Holy Ghost, and listen to it, and listen to it, and something is changing in you. Something, antennas are, are, are beginning to pop up now. Signals that you've missed for so long, and you're just there and saying, precious Holy Spirit, thank you for your mercy. Thank you for sending your word across. The reason why this conversation is very important for the New Testament believer is because as far as the shadow in the Old Covenant was concerned, they, 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 they were not, and I want to be very careful with the choice of word, they were not privy to the resolution level that could, that could tell. All right. So in the MPD has gone technical on us. As far as the supernatural was concerned, to the folks in the old covenant, if it was supernatural, it was supernatural and it definitely had to be God. Everything and anything that could not be explained under, under, the, under the sun, in the words of the preacher, boy. anything that, 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 that was above the sun, they considered it supernatural. This definitely cannot be explained by human, physical, scientific, psycho. There is no normal explanation for this. It is supernatural. Therefore, it is God. That could pass to a level in the old covenant, in the new covenant. If, if you pass everything supernatural as God, you will mingle seducing spirits. You will mingle. All right. So remember what we said, there are two Ds and, and, and by the working of the Spirit of God in the believer, you should be able to tell. I should be able to tell. That is our objective really. But let's, 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 let, let's dig this deep. Let me warn you in advance. At some point in this teaching, you might discover a truth that will make you jump up and begin to shout. So I'm just giving you a heads up. And if you don't feel like that, I'm not saying maybe you actually jump. If you don't feel like that, then you need to listen again until you feel like that. Somebody say glory to God. There are scriptures that give us insight into this, that this is not just PD trying to be creative. No. The Bible tells us in Job chapter 1 and verse 6. Job chapter 1 and verse 6. You know, the last time we referenced this scripture on the Sunday sermon, um, this being identified as Satan forgot to, um, it was not even him, admin, forgot to change his email address. So when God sent email to supernatural beings, guys, let's talk. Guess who shows up also? <laughs> Guess who shows up? And the, the, the conversation just flowed in that direction. Let's go to God's word and see this. The reason why we are starting this way this evening is because you will come in contact with certain scriptures that say things like, an evil spirit from God came and... You're like, is this not what Pete is teaching? How come the two Ds are mixing like this? All right, light has come. 
I said, light has come. Oh, come on. I said, light has come. Glory to Jesus. Job chapter 1 and verse 6. I'll read first from the New King James. It says, now there was a day. So this was in time. When the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord. And Satan also came among them. Hmm. Verse 7. And the Lord said to Satan, from where do you come? So Satan answered the Lord and said, from going to and fro on the earth and from walking back and forth on it. Boy, 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 oh boy, 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 boy. You know, I, I, boy, I'm looking at my time. This is not even where we are going. But I, I, I can't skip this. I can't skip it. And I hope you can see it. Child of God, see, you need to learn to simmer and to breathe in. To soak in God's word. You, you cannot just be rushing as though there's something else more important. This is it. Look at that question. Look, look at that question. And I'm going to help you to see it because you must see it. And the Lord said to Satan, from where do you come? You don't, you don't understand what that question means. Oh, no, you don't understand. You know, you don't understand. If you understand what that question means, you will immediately begin to see that it is highly derogatory. For you to compare God versus Satan. Highly derogatory. Do you, do you know what God is doing here? God is, God, God, God is saying that I am omnipresent. Glory to Jesus. I am, but you are not. And because you are not, we will need to ask where you are coming from. The only person we cannot ask where he's coming from is the one who is everywhere, every time, all-knowing, all-powerful. Oh, glory to Jesus. You know, boy, you know this understanding of God's word is very powerful. It is very powerful. There is one seated on the throne and there is another one running elter skelter and mobilizing cronies and, and minions and all sorts of, 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 of boy. I, 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 I'm just picturing the face of the father with a smile on his face. And he says, where are you coming from? You, the non-omnipresent <laughs> non one. He says, where are you coming from? And Satan, knowing well, I am far from omnipresent. You are God alone. From before time began, you're on your throne. You're on your throne, boy. I'm telling you where we will land this evening. You, there will be a rejoicing in your spirits. There are, some, there are some things that will pack their bags and live your life permanently by virtue of this light. In the mighty name of Jesus. And then my next week, we will break it down. Let's check, this, let's check this out in the New Living Translation. It says, one day the members of the heavenly court, please, if you have a physical Bible, which I doubt, <laughs> underline heavenly court. If you have an electronic Bible, which is very likely, highlight the entire verse. But remember, just, just make a mental note, heavenly court, okay? We are going to come back to it shortly. Heavenly court. Please, very, very important, heavenly court. Just make a mental note. It says, one day the members of the heavenly court came to present themselves before the Lord and the accuser, Satan, came with them. Verse 7, where have you come from? The Lord asked Satan. Satan answered the Lord, I have been patrolling the earth, watching everything that's going on. So this, this verse begins to show us that there, is, there, there are really two days. 
it is highly, highly derogatory. There, there, there is one who is omnipresent, seated on his throne. There's another one running elter skelter. So when he's saying, PD, please break it further down. I want to get this to this. And as, and as you're explaining it, I also want to make sense of an evil spirit from the Lord. You know, all of these things that are attributed to the D divine when they look like what the D devilish or demonic will do. All right? All right. But before we do that, I want to take you to Genesis chapter 1, verse 1 and verse 2. I want to read from the Amplified Bible. I want, to, I want you to open your mind and see what is happening here. It says, in the beginning, you know this verse, God created the heavens. If you were to check the Hebrew word for heavens, it's, it's a word that ends in I am, so it is plural. Um, any English rendition that calls it heaven did not do justice to that transliteration or to that translation, all right? It says, and, and I know no member of this church is like, mm, Hebrew, no. We've, we've had a teaching on this and you've been told tools, simple, accessible tools, where you, right where you are, can check root words, okay? It says, in the beginning, God, I'm reading from the Amplified Classic. In the beginning, God prepared, formed, fashioned, and created the heavens and the earth. Please, I want you to please, please see what is going on here. This now begins to tell us about two realms. In the beginning, God created the supernatural and the physical. God created the supernatural and the physical. Of course, there is the use of the word heavens re re referring to the above the sun. But there is the context and the concept of the unseen realm and the seen realm. And the wise ones who will bring result in the seen realm will understand that the true power, formative, it says prepared, formed, and fashioned the unseen realm, and then the physical realm becomes a consequence of the unseen realm. And it is in this unseen realm that we are looking at the two Ds at play. So he says the earth was without form. So let's, let's do it practical now. The physical realm was without form and an empty waste and darkness was upon the face of the very great deep. The spirit of God was moving, overing, brooding over the face of the waters. This is the realm of the physical and God said from the unseen realm bringing realities now for we know that all things that were made boy let's stay on script let's stay on script let's stay on script someone is about to receive light that will make you jump now <laughs> so PD what's up what's up Rate an evil spirit from the Lord he said there's divine the throne of grace and then there's demonic. So where, where did this evil spirit from the Lord come from? As we saw in the old covenant. Hmm. Thank you, precious Holy Ghost. Now, this is, and this is spiritual intelligence. And, and you will understand why the point we're about to make now is critical for you being an expert 
tool in the hand of the Spirit to be able to tell what is going on, to be able to decipher events, to be able to tell who is at work here. Even if the results seem to be divine, but you can tell, all right, you will need to be skillful with the word. Okay, let's go to Colossians chapter 1, Colossians chapter 1 and verse 13. Colossians chapter 1 and verse 13. It says, who has delivered us from the power of darkness? He has, he has, he has pulled us out from the old of the demonic, of the devilish, and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. Verse 14, in whom, in this dear son, in Christ, in whom we have the redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. Verse 15, which is really my emphasis for this point. Who is the image of the invisible God? Remember, his spirit from an unseen realm, the firstborn of every creature. The first, these, these, these are loaded scriptures. And I'm praying that someone will begin to receive light. In the New Living Translation, the same verse 15 says, Christ is the visible image of the invisible God. He existed before anything was created and is supreme over all creation. He existed before there was a physical realm. He existed before there was even an unseen realm. He existed before there was a demonic devilish realm. It says that and Christ is the visible image of the invisible God. Boy, there is, there, is, there, is, there is a stirring up in my spirit and I'm trusting God for the grace to be able to communicate this, this not just as information to you. It's, it's going to be a delivery of fire. It's going to arrive in your bones and something on your inside will come alive. In the mighty name of Jesus. So what does this mean? As far as the shadow is concerned, the authors and the prophets of old, would, they, 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 in the words of Peter, he says they longed to see. They longed to see. They, 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 were, they, were, they were gazing as, as though through an opaque film and trying to make sense. It says that when Moses is read, the veil still remains, but the veil is taken away in Christ. So Christ, boy, everything Christ says about God is the true, perfect representation of the nature and the character of God. And the, 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 the father that Christ presents to us definitely doesn't, on that throne, there is no evil spirit that proceeds from that throne. Somebody say glory to God. Okay, we are going to establish that. Someone will say, so why did they write it? And why did the Holy Spirit leave it? The Holy Spirit left it there. Deliberately. Deliberately. He left it there. Have you, have you, have you ever been involved in a training where you set someone up and if they really understood what you're communicating, there is an action there. Let, let me just give a simple example from just last week. Um, we were in a hotel room um, closer to the venue for PM, into, um, closer to a venue, let's just put it that way, from countryside, closer to town. <laughs> Glory to God. And in the hotel room, my wife had gone out to, to do a task, and there was a knock on the door. And um, 
I was in the room. I heard the knock, and I knew most likely she was the one. We had trained our kids that before you open the door, you ask, who is that? And you wait for a response to hear who it is before you go ahead and open the door. All right. That was, that's the training. But they were just so sure that it is mom, it is mommy. And then they just went to the door, opened the door, and she came in, and immediately she reiterated that lesson because they had not learned it. And said, I have told you, even if it is me, it doesn't matter. And that's what, that's the training the Spirit of God wants to give you. That even if it is me, the Holy Spirit, I want you to be mature enough to be able to tell that it is me. Because I'm not the only one that can knock. Is someone getting it? Hmm. Is someone really getting it? So the Holy Spirit leaves scriptures like this there. So that there is a maturity and a training that you can receive and know that Holy Spirit, I see what you are doing. I know that from the throne of grace, there is no such thing as an evil spirit. But they kept it this way so that I can know that there is a divine and there is a demonic. And it is my duty to be able to distinguish the sophistication of depth and the quickening of life that the ancient authors did not have. I, in Christ, now have it. And I know where the source of evil spirits is. And I know what proceeds from the throne. Is someone seeing it? Remember growing up, you know, kids nowadays do not know landlines, you know. My own parents trained us. When you receive a phone call, you must wait for the person calling to introduce themselves. You know, back in the days, it was common to have scam calls, and someone would call, and the caller would say, hello, who am I speaking with? And if you just, <coughs> you're untrained. So you're speaking with Dyer. Who do you want to speak with? Oh, Dyer, how are you? Um, I want to talk to... Sometimes they will just give a random name. I want to talk to, or they'll say, I actually want to, you know, ask you about something. I'm just fake a scenario. And the next time they call, they will not ask for the name that they have in the house until they're able to achieve their evil enterprise. But the training was, if you are not willing to tell me your name, you know, the one that, that is common in today is, a number just calls and they don't say anything. I'm, I'm here too. <laughs> when you are ready... <laughs> <laughs> when you're ready. But the training we had then was you, you very polite and say, what am I speaking with? Please, anybody who has an issue answering that question has an issue. And the training we got was, even if you're sure, this is mommy's voice. Even if you're sure, this is daddy's voice. I'm telling you the way we were trained. And I'm telling you the way the spirit of God trains us. That even if Jesus appears to you in a vision, you must be able to say, who is speaking, please? And Jesus will not be offended. He will actually be very proud of you. That boy, somebody trained my son. Somebody trained my daughter. Because now there are many Jesus-sounding, Jesus-looking imposter wolves that address that sheep. It says, Christ is the visible image of the invisible God. And is the perfect representation of the character and the nature of the father the same thought is communicated in hebrews chapter 1 and verse 1 boy i love god's word look at it it says god who at various times and in various ways i'm reading from the new king james spoke in time past to the fathers by the prophets it says in verse 2 as in these last days spoken to us by his son remember what we learned was in part one now that italics are, are inserted by translators for grammatical sense. So, he is there. 
is italics. So if you really want to read this, in these last days are spoken to us by son. Ah, I need to move. I can't, I can't touch that at all. <laughs> and definitely not this evening. It says, womb, so the son has been appointed heir of all things, through whom also he made the worlds. So you can see the creative power from Genesis 1. The wisdom before time began. Verse 3, it says, who being the brightness of his glory and the express image, the clearest picture, the accurate representation, the real and tenable for those who are watching, <laughs> listening audio only, you, you, you just missed that. The express image of his person and upholding all things by the word of his power, not by the power of his word. Boy, sometimes you just want to sit with God's word. The word of his power. The word of his power. It says when he had by himself purged our sins, sat down at the right hand of the majesty on I. So in Colossians, it says it's the visible image. In Hebrews, it says it's the express image of the Father. And that father does not have evil spirit. Uh, someone is saying, so PD, what's up? What's up? Let's look at these evil, <laughs> these evil spirits. <laughs> First Samuel chapter 16. First Samuel chapter 16 and verse 14. First Samuel chapter 16 and verse 14. Hmm. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Colossians 2.17 tells us all of these things are a shadow. A shadow of things to come. It says, but Christ is the substance. First Samuel chapter 16 and verse 14. I'll read only verse 14, but when you read verse 16 and when you read verse 19, pardon me, when you read verse 9 of the same first Samuel chapter 19, you see reference to this same evil spirit from the Lord evil spirit from the Lord. I read. It says, but the spirit of the Lord caps. The spirit of the Lord departed from Saul and an evil spirit from the Lord troubled him. This is literally <laughs> my dad calling the house. Alright? And trying to fake a voice. And, and, and he wants to see if I'm going to say Daddy, I know it's you. Or if I'm going to say, um, good afternoon. Um, man, are we speaking, please? An evil spirit from the Lord troubled him. Evil spirit from the Lord. And maybe this is a good time to say, as far as distinguishing spirits are concerned, there's the spirit of the Lord. There's the other D, which you said about. You know, I said I will, I will chip in some extra Ds. <laughs> And there is the spirit of man. There is the spirit of man. It was just important for you to know that. That some things are sponsored solely by the spirit of man. The wickedness that has been domiciled in the spirit of man. And there are other times that you will see that there is supernatural. So you now cross to the divine or you've crossed to the demonic. An evil spirit from the Lord. So we know that this is the shadow. In the new covenant, we now see clearly there is no such thing as an evil spirit from the Lord. They bundled the two days together because it was supernatural. It could not be explained. They, at least they had the wisdom enough to know this was not medical. 
purely medical. 1 Kings chapter 22 and verse 23. 1 Kings chapter 22. Because child of God, we cannot afford to bundle them together. There is a skill, there is a training, there is, a, there is an equipping, there is a coming alive that equips you to know. You can tell, oh, great, 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 but that ain't divine. Great, 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 but I know that is not from the throne of grace. 1 Kings chapter 22 and verse 23. It says, now, therefore, behold, the Lord has put a lying spirit in the mouth of all these prophets, and the Lord has spoken evil concerning thee. You, you, you immediately can tell that from the shadow. Now in the full light. They, they, this was a modeling up. There is no such thing as... The, the Lord does not have lying spirits. We know the one who is the father of all liars. In the words of Jesus. It says you are of your father the devil. It was a murderer from the beginning. Conversation for another day. It says that his, his, his native, when he lies, is he's at home. He's speaking his language, his native. There is the father of liars. So a lying spirit cannot proceed from the throne of grace. We in the new covenant seen through the lens of the express image and the visible representation having left the, 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 the shadow into the substance can now tell fully that this lying spirit is not from the Lord. One more example and I will prove to you all right, that this, this revelation even before the new covenant they, I'm sure they sat down and they began to meditate over some of their writings and over some of their books. And, and you know, this was essentially transmitted from generation to generation through oral traditions. All right. It, it means that I'll recite, 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 memorize, and teach my children, and they will teach their children, and they'll preserve the stories. All right. Second Samuel chapter 24 and verse 1. It says, and the reason why I'm reading this, boy. There are certain stories in 2 Samuel, in the Samuels, 1st, 2nd, in the Kings, 1st Kings, it would seem as though those same accounts, those same kings are duplicated. You read again about David, you read again about Solomon, you read again about Rehoboam, you read again about Jeroboam, you read again about Jehu, you read again about Ahab, you read again about Jehoshaphat, you read again about Ezekiah, you read again about Manasseh, you read them in Kings, you read them in Chronicles, you read, and you're like, what? Why are you? There is no duplication in scriptures. Let me help you. As far as timeline is concerned, and, and this is going to help someone, the, the documentations, the annals of the records of the kings were documented before the exile. After the exile and the generations had had time to process what their parents had transferred to them, then they verified and redocumented in the chronicles. So it is not, if you're able to put them side by side, you will see that one is a more digested form where generations have captured and brooded over it. The reason why I'm saying that is the story in 2 Samuel 24 is the exact story in 1 Chronicles 21. And you will know that a dimension of light had shown up at this point. And the fullness of that light has shown up in Christ to you, the new creation, knowing that a lying spirit and an evil spirit cannot proceed forth from the throne of grace and wherever I see an evil spirit and a lying spirit I know the source of it and I have authority in Christ boy I'm jumping the gun a bit 
So let's read it. Let's read it before we now set this, this evening service on fire. And we'll just leave the fire burning and we'll pick it up from there next week's next week Wednesday. Somebody say glory to God. Mm. So in the account in 2 Samuel 24, it says, and again, the anger of the Lord was kindled against Israel. I believe you know the story. And he moved David against them to say, go number Israel and Judah. This was supernatural, but this is not the character of the throne of grace. So now, listen to the same story in 1 Chronicles 21 verse 1. When some light had come, even in the shadow, it says, verse 1, I want you to read it, if you can open your Bible. So it's not as if PD said so. I want you to see it. I want you to see it. It says, 1 Chronicles 21 verse 1, And Satan stood up against Israel and provoked David to number Israel. We now know that it was supernatural. We, we, we didn't have the, our antennas were not sophisticated enough to pick. So we just bundled it on God and the Lord. But now light has come and we can now call the name of the actor, this deceiver, this, 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 this imposter that likes it when you just bundle everything together. It says that God called the meeting of the sons of God and Satan came among them. That is the character of, of, of the serpent. It's a mingling. It's pretense. It's, it's, it's covert it's it's camouflage <laughs> but light has come oh glory to god i said light has come first chronicles they did not they did not mean words and they said it for as it is and satan stood up against israel and provoked david to number israel <sighs> which is why the apostle james tells us he says don't don't better wake up and see the light <laughs> better wake up and see the light don't say oh it was it was it was god it was an evil spirit from god mm -mm. you cannot in the new you cannot say that james chapter 1 and verse 13 in the kjv it says let no man say when he is tempted i am tempted of god he says don't bring it we have light now <laughs> don't don't play that card we have light now it says for god cannot be tempted with evil neither tempt see any man he, he you he can't give evil he is love his nature is holiness he is pure he is righteous he is loving the foundation of his throne is righteousness and justice there's no lying there's no evil there he cannot proceed from him definitely not the divine it says in verse 14 but every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust and enticed, it says in verse 15, then when lust has conceived, incubated, <laughs> it brings forth sin. And sin, when it is finished, brings forth death. It says, do not err, my beloved brethren. I want to read this same thought for you from the Living Bible as we begin to round up this evening. It says, and remember, when someone wants to do wrong, it is never God who is tempting him. For God never wants to do wrong and never tempts anyone else to do it. Verse 14 says, Temptation is the pool of man's own. Man there does not mean male. All right. Human evil thoughts and wishes. These evil thoughts lead to evil actions and afterwards to the death penalty from God. So don't be misled my brothers help me turn to your neighbor help me find somebody around you say please don't be misled don't be deceived don't be a victim of this 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 imposter don't be deceived light has come glory to god
Hmm. How do we land this plane? We, we, we don't want to land yet. Next week, Wednesday, is when we land. But how do we coast on that autopilot? I want to leave you with one of the most powerful thoughts I want you to remember in this series. Remember what we said about the heavenly court. I told you to underline it. I told you to make a note. Now bring it out again. We want to go to this heavenly court. We want to go to this supernatural realm. We want to look at the divine. And we want to look at the demonic, the devilish. We want to look at the organogram. All right? We want to see exactly what is going there and what, what, what should the posture of the believer in Christ be. Colossians chapter 1 verse 16. What I am about to reveal and show you might get you shouting. It might get you screaming. Some of you, some things that have scared you will be unable to scare you anymore. Some of us have read stories of some of God's generals literally be being accosted by, by physical manifestations of very demonic beings. And they, in one instance, one of them just closed his book and went to sleep. When somebody else would be shaking and, and shouting blood of they know something. They know something. And you also, <laughs> you will know something. Beyond knowledge, beyond awareness, you will know it. And I'm talking of the real knowledge now. I'm talking of eternal life. You will know it. In the mighty name of Jesus. Colossians chapter 1 and verse 16. We're rounding up now. Please don't, don't, don't miss me here. Colossians chapter 1 and verse 16. It says, for through him, through Christ, God created everything. Somebody say everything. Somebody say everything. It says, in, just in case you don't know what everything is, in the heavenly realms and on earth, in the unseen and in the seen, literally, it says, it made the things we can see. And the things we can see. Is somebody getting it now? It says, through him, through Christ, Boy, I don't know if you are seeing it. No, no, no. You can't be seeing it and be seated comfortably on your couch. You can't. You can't. It says, in case you don't know the things we can't see, it says, let me begin to list them for you. It says, such as thrones, such as kingdoms, such as rulers and authorities in the unseen world, everything was created through him and for him. Oh, glory to God. Child of God, hear me. What is the basis for your fear? It has to be ignorance. If there is no other now, as light has arrived, there is no other explanation for it. It's, it must only, can only be ignorance. Everything, kingdoms, thrones, devils, all of them, they were created through him and for him. Do you know what this means? It means, boy, I love this. The heavenly court as a boss. <laughs> somebody needs to write that down sit on it and soak it in the divine plus the, the, the supernatural join together they have one boss one boss that they bow one boss that they report to one boss now boy 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 and he says now oh boy can somebody just find a way to come you might need to enter your screen and say please calm down verse 17 says he existed before anything else and he holds all creation together 
He holds all creation together. So in case you didn't get it from chapter 1 of Colossians, Paul now begins to dig further in chapter 2. I'll read from verse 10. He says, and you are complete in him unless you are not in him. If you are in him, you are in the boss. Is it, is it, is it the, 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 the boy? Is it these things that should be scaring you? Is it these things that should be giving you sleepless nights? Is it these things that should be robbing you of your inheritance? The boss is right there saying, boy, do you know who you are? Do you know what you have? Do you know the authority you have? Get up, my son. Get up, my daughter, and begin to take authority. They report to me, and I have given you my name. You use my name and watch them bow. Initially, they will check if you really know what you are doing, but the moment lies from the throne begins to proceed through you and you begin to bring a new level of supernatural into your world through the divine the demonic has no choice but to bow somebody say glory to God ah it says you are completing him which is the head I just like to I, I, I like to read this as who is the boss that's really how I love to read it alright who is the boss <laughs> of all principalities and powers because the, the average believer today, when it's time to pray warfare prayers, there's a little bit of trepidation. <laughs> These demonic altars, <laughs> familiar spirits, ancient strongholds. What if I just leave them alone? Will they leave me alone? <laughs> you know what they are patrolling? <laughs> patrolling. You better wake up. You have no basis for fear. The one who has completed you and the one in whom you are complete is their boss. Are you seeing it? In the Living Bible, as we <laughs> begin to round up this evening, it says, so you have everything when you have Christ. TLB, Colossians 2.10. You may have to find a way <laughs> to put this scripture somewhere. You have everything when you have Christ. You have the boss. It says, and you are filled with God through your union with Christ. I think this is the key here. It is the union. Because if you are not in union with him, you are not on the side of the boss. <laughs> was it not Joshua who, who, who saw a strange being just when he was taking a walk and getting ready to take the land? And he says that, hey, who are you? Are you, are you, are you for us? Are you against us? He says, you don't understand. I, I, I am too big for you. <laughs> I am too big to be joined with you. It is, your, it is to your advantage that you are joined to me. Filled with God through your union with Christ. He says he is the highest ruler. He is the oga. is the boss. is the boss of the bosses. Which is why now it's now making sense to someone. Can you see what happened when the demons saw him? Some of them could, could talk. Some of them could greet. Some of them complained. A lot of them did not even. He says that with a loud voice. Many were running. When your boss comes in, what do you do? But when the ones who are in union with him do not know, <laughs> do not know, they will, they, will, they will hang out a little bit and first check, does this one know or he does not know? Does she know 
or she does not know. If she does not know, their stature will grow in ignorance and deception. The tiny little rat now begins to look like a dinosaur. And then fear is amplified. But the one that knows who they are in Christ, even when that image comes looking like a big dinosaur, like a giant, it does not shake you because you know the one who is in you and the one with whom you are in union with is their boss. If you want to be as tall as Everest or if you want to be as wide as, as, as T-Rex, it doesn't see it doesn't matter what you you are you have a boss you don't get it oh you son of god why have you come before time boss they are literally saying boss this this was not the plan why are you showing up and 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 it is you he has now given that authority he's saying wherever you see these miscreants in my name you can command them to get out in my name, once you sense that evil spirit, lying spirit, now the light has come, once you sense anything that does not proceed from the throne of grace, it says, in my name, you can, it, they will not hear you, they will hear the voice of the boss, unless you are not in union with him. Boy, please, child of God, make a decision. I can't, I can't wait to literally land this plane next week. Because as we begin a challenge, you will become another man entirely. Even me. You think you know me? You just check me out again. Boy, boy, thank you, Jesus. These are the kinds of revelations that it's, it's, it's as potent as, as, as deliverance in your own roof. And you just know that never again, never again, they, they, they tell you that person has power oh is a this she's a that and the child of God is shaking they, they bring their their, their, their their tokens of witchcraft and the child of God is shaking you don't you don't know the boss <laughs> you don't know the boss like my kids will say you are not the boss of me <laughs> you, you are, you are, you, un, unless you are not joined unless you are not joined and I want to end this evening with an invitation hear me <laughs> it is in Christ that you find the fullness and the capacity to live the life the real supernatural life for the believer is when the divine brings superiority and dominion over this demonic and devilish and you are now able to bring advantage to the realm of the physical that is the life to which you've been called that's the life to which i've been called and that you hear me that is the life we will live by his grace in the mighty name of jesus no longer will we be casualties no longer will we be victims of identity crisis no longer will we will we be stumblers and guessers no no more light has come in the mighty name of jesus wherever you are i just want you to take a minute and say father thank you for sending me your word this evening i have received your truth i am changed by your light no more my days of ignorance my days of deception have come to an end i i, I now know who i am i know the power in the name of jesus i know the authority of the very boss the one through whom all things were created he says they they, they exist for him he is the highest ruler of principalities and powers thank you father for victory and thank you for this privilege it's a hear me it's a high privilege glory be unto your name ah cannot bring a service like this to a close without giving someone an opportunity for that union to happen that union to happen that union to happen I want to pray with you if it's your first time or you want to rededicate your life. You are saying, PD, 
I said a prayer a while back, but no, 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 no. Now that this light has come, I want to rededicate my life. I want that full consciousness that I am in complete union. And I want to watch. I'm, I'm, I'm pushing back a lot of songs now. I'm pushing back a lot of songs. I want to pray with you. I want to pray with you. Wherever you are, please say this short prayer with me. Lord Jesus, the boss. <laughs> I believe you are the son of God. Thank you for dying for my sins. Thank you for taking my place in the grave. Thank you because victoriously you rose from the grave on the third day and you are alive today. <laughs> now, I, and now I understand that indeed you made an open show. It was a, it was a parade, the boss. So I come to you this moment confessing you as my Lord and Savior. Asking for the forgiveness of my sins, cleansing of all unrighteousness so that you can pull me out of the kingdom of darkness into your marvelous, marvelous light. Thank you for writing my name in the Lamb's book of life. I receive the grace to live the rest of my days for you. Thank you, gracious Father. For in Jesus' name we are prayed. Amen, 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 and amen. Glory to God. If you just said that short, simple prayer, guess what? You are now brand new. You are now in union in Christ. I want to agree with you. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for your light that has shone on our path and on our hearts this evening. Thank you because we will never remain the same. We will no longer be victims of intimidation. We will no longer be victims of bullying. And I stand on this altar agreeing with anyone who is being intimidated, who is being, inti who is being bullied by these demonic spirits right now by the authority. In the name of Jesus, we command you to get your hands off that child of Zion. We command you to get your hands off their mind, get your hands off their body, Get your minds, get your hands off their marriage, get your hands off their minds in the name of Jesus. Thank you for the privilege of union with you. By your spirit, help us to contemplate this life, this eternal life that we have received, and the implications of our union with you who we are, where we are, what we have, and our capacity for legitimate dominion. Thank you for the ones who have just made this decision because they will grow from strength to strength to strength to strength. We give you all the praise for in Jesus' name we are prayed. Oh, come on if you can, wherever you are, I want you to jam those ends together. Give the Lord a big shout. Thank you so much for joining us today. We hope you've been blessed by the sermon. And if you would love to be a part of what God is doing in our midst, feel free to join us on Sundays at 10 a.m. or Wednesdays at 7 p.m. To be a part of the giving, you can give our email at info, I-N-F-O, at kicccanada.ca or through our website at www.kicccanada.ca slash donate. God is doing amazing things in our midst and we look forward to seeing you soon. Remember, you are a champion. God bless you.